Hello, my name is Huitzamang Elias Mabileza. I love helping people to feel strong as they confront the various challenges of life. Welcome to The Truth About Us, a podcast where you will hear the things you know very well, discussed in strange but necessary ways. For those who might want to read more regarding the things I talk about on my podcast, YouTube channel, and on my blog, you can get yourself a copy of my book, We Are God, The Power is Within Us, available on Amazon.com in both print and candle or on my website for local buyers in South Africa. Now, before I get to it, please allow me to share with you this very important message. Through all the challenges facing humanity today, the biggest cause of all human suffering is inequality. From these beliefs, we create all the imbalances we see in our way of life and the competition that characterizes life every day, which manifests itself as various forms of discrimination, racism, xenophobia, homophobia, conflict, war, all of which are caused by this unequal view of life, whose casualties land the foundation of world economics. Embracing the oneness of our humanity is therefore the single most potent solution to all human problems, and in that lies our humility. Only in that way can we become more inclusive in sharing the benefits of our world with each other and in resolving all the world problems on behalf of all humanity, not the unequal parts of it. Okay, with that out of the way, let's get right to the business of the day, shall we? We Are One is the title for today. In the trailer episode, I spoke more about the fact that all people are one with each other and how in that oneness lies the natural power of each and every person in the world. In today's follow-up episode, I want to speak about the importance of knowing that we are all one and the power that comes with it. All of us live in the same earth and all who are born into it depend on it for sustenance. The earth provides the food we eat, the water we drink, the air that we breathe. And through its seasons and climate, it renews itself for the continued sustenance of life. We all are in a mutual state of interdependence with the earth. And for that reason, all who are sustained by earth are one with each other. We all look at each other. We can't help but see the differences in the colors of our skins, the clothes we wear, our various languages and the different directions in which we all go every day. In our focus on these differences, for a little while we may forget the fact that, at a primary level, we regard ourselves collectively as the human race and each other as human beings. That in itself is a fundamental acknowledgement of the fact that, beyond all these seemly differences, all of us are one, equal and the same with each other. I recently googled the words, what does the constitution of my country, South Africa, say about equality of people? And the answer I got was, everyone is equal before the law and has the right to equal protection and benefit of the law. I then asked the same question about different countries of the world. And what I discovered was that in the constitution of every country, all the citizens of that country are regarded as equal, regardless of their origin, race, gender, religion, and other distinctions. With this, I then wondered to myself as to how then can there be so much conflict in the world if the equality of all the people is so enshrined in the constitutions of every country? 
I asked myself, what makes one person believe they are superior or inferior to another, when the very laws that govern all of us, created by us, proclaim our equality? Could it be that those who wrote the laws who themselves must have had enough evidence to affirm the oneness of people fell short when it came to sharing this truth with the rest of the people? Or could it be that everyone is aware of this truth, but the financial benefits of ignoring it make it difficult for it to be embraced? In other words, could someone be benefiting from the perceived inequality of people? It is not only the law that recognizes that all the people of the world are one, but so does science and religion in a variety of ways. Science explains the evolution of species as originating from a common ancestor, a microbe called the last universal common ancestor. The Big Bang Theory, on the other hand, regards everything as having a single point of origin, an explosion that created fragments that became everything that we know. The same as how our world, which used to be one continent called Pangaea, became fragmented by earthquakes to become the different continents in which people of different races and languages live. According to the Christian religion, Adam and Eve are the original ancestors of all the people of the world, which can only mean all of us are children of one man and one woman, regardless of our differences. On the other hand, if one were to surmise the essence of the teachings of Christ, it would become clear that he taught of holiness, the wholeness or oneness of creation or existence in which everything is necessary and has meaning. This is the wholeness in which all things are possible to those who believe. A state where a stone cast away by the masons could be used as a cornerstone of the church and the meek can inherit the earth. All this could be presented as available evidence of how the fragments we see as things and people all come from singular sources and how all of them, at their core, share the same essence, including a common chemistry. Now, why is it so important for us to acknowledge the fact that we are all one with each other? Because when we believe we are one, we would also have to accept that there's no quality that is in one person that is not in others. In other words, anything that has ever been said about any person who ever lived, anything they have ever done or are capable of, whether good or bad, each of us is equally capable of it. The differences we ever perceive in each other are only a result of the different choices we make when we are in various situations of life. In our essence, all of us are one, equal and the same. The primary benefit of our oneness is that each of us has the same potential to create and to resolve their own problems. And in that way, there's no need for one to depend on others for their own happiness when they become aware of this natural ability. We only depend on others to be our salvation when we do not believe in our own ability to pursue and achieve our happiness. Every person in life is in pursuit of their own happiness. When we rely on others for our own happiness, we give them the extra burden of chasing after our happiness. They then ask us to make it up to them for the extra effort they are making. This is where the need for money comes into the picture, as the condition that has to be met in order for us to also be happy. The general state of reliance by one person on another for their own happiness is at the root of all our conceptions of business and employment. And in their worst form, 
they become the enslavement of one person by another. Business is a result of the belief that one cannot provide by themselves all the things they ever need. As a result, we become more willing to pay someone to avail the solutions and the happiness we need. Over time, we become habitually dependent on others and regard money as the only way that we can access the happiness we are in pursuit of in life. We define human happiness only in terms of the things that money can buy. And we spend all of our lives in pursuit of money, to the exclusion of everything else, and very often of happiness itself. The moment we start relying on our abilities to define and create our own happiness, the lesser the need to rely on others to be the creators of that happiness. And the lesser we need money. Now, don't get me wrong. Money, just like everything else, is important to life. There are problems that could be best resolved and more efficiently so by using money than anything else. At the same time, there are other problems that require a more efficient solution than money, such as in our relationships with each other. Clear and honest communication is the best solution when it comes to any loving relationship. That is how trust is cultivated among people. And money, with all its buying power, cannot buy that. Like I said earlier, money is indeed very necessary, but even more important than money are the things we ever want to buy with it, and those that it can't buy. And many of them do not require money to be accessible. Sometimes the happiness we are in pursuit of requires that we use a spoon. Sometimes it requires that we use our voice or a car. Sometimes physical strength and so on. We use what we need whenever it is necessary and then we put it down when we've reached our goal. Money is one such tool. Something that needs to be used when it is necessary and then put down when other means become more necessary. Our problems in life start the moment we see money as a solution to our problems and we become like a repairman who only has a hammer and sees every problem as a nail. There is a whole lot of happiness in life that could be accessed even when you do not have money, and all of it is possible only because, by its nature, happiness is the meaning in our minds that we attach to various things in our environment. We become happy only because of the meaning that we place on something, and that meaning can be anything. It is the same way that you could place value on coins made of bone, on notes made of paper and call them money or gold as a store of value. We could have placed that meaning on stones, seawater or seashells and they would be just as valuable. In our equality as people, we need to develop trust in our own abilities to place empowering meanings on things that would in turn give us the happiness of the meaning we associate with them. Whatever meaning we may place on anything, it would give us the happiness of that association. What is important to consider is that, in that case is that we all use the same elements of creation for our happiness, and we need to be willing to enjoy them while also making them available for the enjoyment of others. This means we need to place our own meanings on things while also allowing other people to place on them the meaning that makes them happy the same way that each person may assume various roles 
and be regarded differently by other people because of this person's role in their lives. To live and let live and to love our neighbors as ourselves is how we recognize our equality in the world and with that, avail this world to each other for the shared enjoyment of it. By beginning to explore our imaginations, we can create and realize ever more forms of happiness and with that, eliminate scarcity that currently is our way of life. I will end here for now. Do develop confidence in your ability to learn anything that makes you strong and happy. And remember, if you know something good and you share it with others, you help create a world in which there is more of that goodness. Do like and subscribe to my podcast and YouTube channel so you can get notifications regarding new episodes or anything we think might interest you. Thank you very much.